Welcome, 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 boys and girls, children of all ages, ladies and gentlemen, and the rest of you dribble-mouthed pigeon kissers. It is episode 134 of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat FM 99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood. That is Dave Taylor. What, 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 what kind of uh, pigeons? Um, dribble-mouthed. You get that, right? Dribble-mouthed. Yeah, yeah. You're dribbling, yeah, right? Yeah. Pigeon kissers. They're flying rats, Dave, is what they are. They're yeah. flying rats. Disease-ridden. Anyways, you dri- you pigeon kissers. It is Eat Sleep Podcast. Beat. Lots of ways for you to stay in touch with us. Go ahead and throw this out there right at the top of the show. We cover wrestling each and every week, and we'd like you guys to join us. You can find us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com right under the media tab. It says ESPR. Click that. Links you to our most recent episode. Or you can find us on all your major podcasting apps, including TuneIn, which we had some trouble with, but we're back on. And you can uh, easily find us by searching ESPR Wrestling. It is uh, very simple. Subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and review, please. We greatly appreciate it. And if you'd like to interact with us, ESPR to, uh, ESPR <laughs> Easy for you 99 to on Twitter, at ESPR99, Facebook.com slash ESPR99, and ESPR at FM99.com to send us an email. Uh, please, by all means, do. This week, we're going to dive right into it. Well, first, actually, Dave has a gripe this week because he and I disagree on something, and he <laughs> wants to address this on the show. Um I feel like at some point we have things like this that you just have that we have to disagree on, even though it's really not pertinent to the rest of what we're talking about. <laughs> I feel like we need some kind of stinger music, like uh, you know, yeah. in, uh, uh, in in Star Trek when they have to when Spock and Kirk have to like, dun, 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 you know what I mean? But right. in any event, never really watched the Star oh Trek episode. My I, I always saw the Voyage Home. That was it. I did see the new Star Trek movies, though the re- the reboot. Wow, he tried to justify that. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, uh, in any event, we're uh, talking about Monday Night Raw, basically, and how Dave is not a fan of uh, the Shayna Baszler biting bit where she bit Becky Lynch and drew blood. Uh, Dave's exact words to me were, they've already ruined Shayna. Yeah, okay. So, Dave, go ahead. All right, so so I will state my side, and then you come back with yours. The correct side, right. Okay. Um, Okay, so the correct side will start. No, 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 no. no. Okay, I'm going first. All right, hold on. (laughs) Okay. Everything was great. Okay, great match, Becky Asuka. And we knew at some point, okay, Shana's going to come in. Shana comes in, attacks Becky, beats her down. And I'm thinking, oh, this is great. You know, she's going to choke her out or whatever. Yeah. You know, it, it would just be a statement. And then instead, as Becky is, you know, on her knees and you know, elbows, and Shana moves the hair and bites in and then comes up and, you know, gang growls her basically in the back of the neck. And I'm thinking, like, what, she never bit anybody in NXT. Uh, why are you scratching yourself with the middle fingers? That, oh, no, I'm just scratching. <laughs> I'm just scratching. I don't, don't, don't and, take it. Don't and, hear it. Hold on. Don't think it's a blue. All, all this toughness that she displayed in NXT, and, and she bites Becky, which I'm completely confused by because it seems out of character. Now, I will say this. If they go, like, full blood and continue this, like, Freddy Bass, uh, Blassy, uh, Abdullah the Butcher, you know, the Sheik style, where, where they go all this then I'll be okay with it. But if this is like a one-time thing, it makes no sense, especially after Vince McMahon last week goes, we don't need to do this stuff that AEW does, and then six, seven well, days he later. He used gimmicked blood on a fake bite. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, it wasn't like he whipped us somebody ten times and we had to watch nasty-looking welts form up on their back. Yeah. Um, in any event, uh, so, okay, the opposite opinion of that, basically. Well, not the opposite, because I didn't love it necessarily either, but I also would not use the words they've ruined Shayna. 
Um, I think that's a gross overstatement because, first of all, the national audience is not nearly as familiar with her as those of us who have been watching NXT for a few years have been. And that's why I think it hurts. Cause, because you're gonna But I don't think it does because if they're unfamiliar with her, all of a sudden she looks like a crazy person. She looks, she looks vicious at that point. Um, could it have been done better? Sure. I think the slow method of doing it was 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 wrong because it's, she chokes her out she blah 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 and she gets down on her knee or she gets up and takes out her mouth guard slowly and then gets down and grabs becky and <laughs> moves her hair out of the way gently almost as to caress her and then make sure she's in the exact right spot and then bites her ever so slowly <laughs> and then there's the selling that's the only thing I didn't like. The biting I have no problem with because I don't care. She's allowed to be more vicious than normal because Becky is supposedly the harshest, the, the hardest hitting, biggest opponent she's ever had to face. So this is her making a yeah, statement. I, well, I'm is, not scared of you. She is John Cena. She is Steve Austin. Yeah, she's, she's, she's on that a, level t- now. A typical <laughs> chokeout is just another chokeout. I mean, that happens all the time. You need something to break up the monotony a little bit. And, I mean, I'm fine with her taking it an extra step. But, again, I just didn't like necessarily how it happened. I was fine with the idea. The bite, actually, I, I have no issue with. If they don't don't show her setting up for the bite anymore in any recap videos, just show her choking her and then cut to her biting her all of a sudden. Like don't don't show the awkward in between. That's the only thing but, I didn't but like. You think this doesn't hurt Shayna and, and no. going into this? I why? Well, how how would it hurt her? Like I mean, even if it's out of character for a week, she better she better. I don't. It doesn't hurt her. If it, again, it's not like all of a sudden she's acting. You know, it's not like. It's not like we're Dean Ambrose, who's supposed to be this ter- this crazy loose cannon that we're all afraid of, and all of a sudden he's pushing a hot dog cart. Like that's stupid. That hurts the character because that makes him seem less threatening. This isn't less threatening. This is just different. Like the, as the, so, I, I don't have as big of an issue with it. I don't think they'll continue with much of that. I think they'll they'll just go okay, move on. Well, but, her, her and Dean both did steal ambulances, but uh. this is true. And you know, every I feel like those are one of the most stolen vehicles yeah. in pro wrestling. I, I, I will give her credit for selling the gimmick mm-hmm. afterwards because she had the WrestleMania 37 press conference, which was going back to LA by the way for not for 2021, uh, but still wearing the uh, the bandage on the neck. By so, the way, you think the Rock um, uh, rumored Rock Roman Reigns match happens at, at LA in Hollywood? <sighs> Um, I feel like Roman wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't. I, I mean, hey, first of all, you don't get to just call out The Rock. WWE's not going to no. let that happen. <laughs> and Roman's a good company boy. Um, and furthermore, it's not like Roman can't get in touch with The Rock. Yeah. So I feel like he wouldn't be doing this if that wasn't going to happen. He needs it because I, he's because well, certain guys get to a point See, where where what else can you do with them? I I would I, disagree I, slightly because in my opinion, unless we're getting that Roman heel turn. This will do nothing for him. He will just get booed out of the building for beating The Rock. That's all that will happen to him. I, I really hope they see that because they, as much as people have been more forgiving of Reigns in recent history than they have been previously, they're not going to forgive him beating The Rock. They're just not going to. Rock is too popular. Well, it, it's, yeah, so, I mean, well, yeah, you had a guy introduced but that's the Super the Exactly. Roman's not going to be that guy, unfortunately. Popular. They tried. Well, but. we say that. We don't know. Rock, when he started out, it took him quite a while to catch yeah. on, too. So we don't know. Roman, 10 years from now, could be the biggest star in the world. We have no idea. I don't think so. But, yeah. you know, you never know. Um, but it, unless we're getting that, that, that long sought after Roman Reigns heel turn, I just don't see it. You need to working. sell a hundred thousand tickets, and yeah. that, that will sell a, a good. Chunk oh, for of sure, it. it'll yeah. absolutely. Sell. If people know the Rock is yeah. going to be there, you've sold a, a s load of tickets. <laughs> yeah. I'd stop myself there. Yeah, yeah. So I agree with that. But yeah, okay, that, so yeah. without further ado, we'll yeah. move on from that stuff. Yeah. Can we just stop the Roman Reigns Baron Corbin feud? I thought it was done. It's never over. 
It's never over. <laughs> I can, I'm convinced that after these guys retire, there will still be a feud happening. <laughs> they'll have new people. They'll have fake D, <laughs> fake Roman and and fake Corbin. Uh, you know, like fake Diesel and fake yeah, Razor, yeah. and they'll continue the feud. So we'll see. Um, let's move on. This week's episode, the primary thing we want to get to is we are going to preview for you NXT TakeOver Portland, which I think is the second one, actually. But either way, it's NXT TakeOver Portland. So it's going to be a good show. It's NXT. You're pretty much always guaranteed a good show with NXT. Uh, this is on a Sunday, by the way. Yeah, wait, which wait, I wait. don't love because I'm used to them doing them <laughs> on Saturday so I can stay up and watch them. Yeah, but, I, but you know, it, it works out schedule-wise. Um, Whatever. You know. I want to sleep, Dave. So, uh, so there's four tag team or four title matches, we'll say, but I'll, I'll do the two non-title matches first. Okay. So the uh, street fight, which we interesting, Dakota Kai versus uh, Tegan Knox. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, it's been a good story with Tegan coming back and looking for revenge on Dakota. Yeah. Uh, you want Tegan to win because you want her to get that feel-good moment, but to be perfectly honest, Dakota needs it. Dakota really needs it. She has cooled off a lot since that initial heat turn. She she has, and, and the one thing with her, like, I, there's a lot of love for her. This, yeah. this is kind of like um, uh, who, who, the, the, the dentist in AEW, where everybody loves her, but then when it comes to like oh Britt Baker, yeah. Britt Baker, when it comes to Showtime, I'm like kind kind of want more. See, I always I, I I feel like I'm I'm good with Dakota Kai's performance usually, and especially now, I like her more now. Um, but yeah, I I think you're right. But she really needs a big time win. Uh, in, in a situation like this, because Tegan is lovable, she yeah. people will get behind her, kind of very much in the same way Candice LeRae. I mean, you know, people want to get behind her even if she loses. Tegan, I think the same thing, and I think Tegan can bounce back, bounce back from the loss easier than Dakota Kai can. Yeah, what, what, the, what this needs to be for, for both women, whoever wins, but I, I'm going to go with Dakota as well. Is that it needs to be almost like a coming out party? We're like, we need to see. What yeah. these women could do, kind of, you know, kind of like we see certain matches, like those guys, like in, in the NXT, uh, NXT UK takeover. Yes, where you're like, dang, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm up these guys. Like, I mean, I'm paying attention to these guys now. So hopefully for these for these women, it's the same way. Yeah, uh, a match I, that I am looking forward to, uh, and, and this is uh, going to probably it's got to be probably one of the longer matches on the card. Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. <laughs> oh, I mean, Gargano's in there. It's going to be half an hour long. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, it's going to be a fantastic match. I'm, I'm very interested to uh, to see this match because I like how I like the subtle differences in, in Balor's style since he's gone back to being a heel, which he's never done in WWE. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of that. I think he's doing some great work right now. And, I mean, Johnny Gargano is, I mean, he's Johnny Takeover. Yeah, we know yeah. he's going to deliver a good match. So it's going to be great. I, I think for this match, Finn is a situation where he needs to win. Yeah. Being the heel, I mean John, Johnny. I won't say like the win losses don't affect him as much, but he's a lovable loser. He is a lovable loser, but I also feel like he was out for a while. Um, he had lost the NXT title. He he kind of isn't on a streak at the moment. I feel like maybe he does need the win, um, just because what else is he doing there? Uh, yeah. Finn Finn's gotten some wins over the last few several weeks uh, leading up to this, and so has Johnny. But like Finn's been really featured while Johnny was even out, still being injured. Um, Finn won at um, NXT Takeover UK. Uh, Finn beat uh, uh, Matt Riddle in the match that was supposed to be Johnny Gargano originally. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder if Finn's going to win this, just because I could see Johnny winning it. But I, but I'm with you. I kind of feel like Finn. I don't know my brain. I don't know. My brain and my heart are in two different places. Well, it's just been tough because I mean I know and, you know WWE is different for Finn, but it's always been like so frustrating where you're like you know he think you're gonna get to something and then unless oh, he's the demon, that's like the only way he seems to win. And obviously we're not gonna get a demon Finn here, but 
you know, I, I think this style I think of wrestling we're gonna get a, better. I think we're going to get – I think Finn's going to pick up the win, but I think it might be through nefarious means. Yeah. Uh, I think he might – we might see the introduction of somebody else. Um, we might see – what I'd really love to see is now that WWE has signed Killer Cross, uh, I would love yeah. to see Killer Cross paired up with Finn Balor as almost a bodyguard-type character because um, I think he would fit that whole vibe very, very well. He could use a guy like that. I think, I think so too. Muscle, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You know, because Finn's dangerous, but it would be nice for him to have. He worked the best in Japan when he had the Bullet Club around him. Yeah. So I'd like to see him not necessarily do the Bullet Club, but do something here. You know? Yeah. It can still be the Balor Club, but it could just be a, a heel version of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, the tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championship. It's the uh, the winner of the uh, Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team Classic. Riddle and uh, the the well, I'm sorry, the, the Broserweights. Yeah, the Broserweights. Matt Riddle and uh, um, Pete Dunne. Yeah, taking on the on the Sputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. I think I think the Broserweights win. I think we're telling this story about um, the the undisputed era kind of coming coming apart at the hinges. You know what I mean? Well, it, it always seems like like that could be like you know possible direction with these guys over right. time. Or okay, well, because they, they were they were dominating everything for yeah. a little bit. They had all the gold. Uh, 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 Roderick Strong lost the uh, the North American, North American title. Yeah. Thank you. I kept wanting to call it U.S. He won. He lost the North American title, so that was the beginning. That clearly affected Adam Cole. I think next might be um, those two, yeah, uh, uh, dropping the titles as well. Because as the prophecy comes undone, you know what I mean. Because Cole can't be Cole can't lose his before they lose theirs. Yeah, he's got to yeah. be the last one hanging on for dear life. Does it all happen in the same night? I don't know. Because I, 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 th- I think it's you know I mean Pete, Pete Dunne is you know an NXT legend at this point for everything yeah. he's done. Um, but it would be, I think, for him and NXT to get some gold, I think is good. Yeah. And Matt Riddle, if you're going to stick with this guy and just, you know. Oh, they love Riddle. You know. They love Riddle. Well, most people do. By the way, <laughs> most people do. Most people who are not legends love Matt Riddle. Yeah. Um, he is not letting up on that Brock Lesnar thing. No. Did you see that video no. from one of their house shows? No. Oh, he no. grabbed a microphone and got into the crowd and he was like, yeah, I was told to stop mentioning Brock Lesnar. He goes, but I'm not going to stop. He was like, and I guarantee you, the bro uh, retires the beast. And he was like, he, uh, I was like, ooh, ooh. I like, I hope this is kind of a work, yeah. <laughs> because otherwise, buddy, you are you are working yourself into a, a problem here. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> That's smart, but I, I agree. Uh, Brother Waits will win. Um, you know, I, and I, as much as I love the undisputed era, I don't know what it is with with Fish and O'Reilly. I've never been like, oh, I love them. You know, well, they don't get as much time to talk. Yeah, and I mean, we're not as familiar is. with them as characters, yeah. which is a bummer because O'Reilly is actually a fantastic talker. So it's a real bummer they don't let them talk more. All right, I think this match will not be the main event because we got two to go. I'm going to go for the NXT Championship here only because I think there's a bigger angle with the women's match. Really? Well, Wait, I, aren't we also getting? Um, is there not another match? There's six matches on the card. Oh, there is. Actually, I take that back. Oh, Keith Lee versus. Yes, thank uh, you. Okay, you're welcome, Dominic. Uh, Javakovic, am I saying that right? For the Djokovic, yeah, that, the, close enough. <laughs> for the NXT North American Championship, Dominic, uh, Keith Lee's got to retain here. Uh, I pretty much agree with you at this yeah. point. He's he's got to. Uh, he's it's too early, and it's a good time if you want to to turn uh, to turn um, help me, Dominic uh, heel. He's been kind of nondescript for yeah, a long well, time. Yeah, well, because it could set up a rematch. Like Keith wins, and the Dominic's like, "Well, you beat me," and then. 
just attack him afterwards or whatever. I know that's a I cheap, feel like it's a another cheap match. way for heat. I feel like there's a, there might be a, another match on here that isn't announced. But there's six, so yeah, I mean on here, but I, I feel like oh. I feel like there might be another one that isn't on here. But I could be wrong. That's yeah. fine. We'll just stick with what's on the Wikipedia right. page. Um, okay, now for the NXT Championship, Adam Cole, baby, uh, taking um, uh, um, sir, say that correctly, baby, baby. There you go. Yeah. Right. Uh, taking a Tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. who's uh, back, and it, it seems like this match has been like. Like we've been waiting for this match for a long time. I don't know why. Just well, because he was gone for so long, injured. Yeah. And then when he came back, they had war games to get through, and they had Survivor Series, and yeah. they had a bunch of stuff to get through before we could get to this point. Um, uh, I don't two think Champa wins. Of their game. I don't, don't think, think Champa so? wins. I think it's by hook or by crook, Adam Cole manages to hold on to that title, and I think he becomes paranoid at that point. Think a la. Um, you remember DX back in the uh, towards the end of the original like. I, when it when it was Triple H was the head of DX and he was the bad guy and he was with Stephanie yeah and he started getting paranoid about everybody around him you know he what I mean trust him, yeah he he felt he felt like he couldn't trust them even though none of them gave him a reason not to yeah he just got so paranoid he couldn't I think we're gonna we might see a similar story here where Cole doesn't feel like he can trust the guys around him you know what I mean um, and maybe not because he thinks they're gonna take the title from him but just you know they all lost their gold you know I can't. You know, they, they're, 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 they, I can't rely on them. I can't, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, what? But I think he manages to hold on to it for at least one more time. Well, because, I mean, it does go into WrestleMania weekend, which they mm-hmm. do need a big match. And I think if he's defending against somebody. Yeah. Like, I almost kind of wish this was like the WrestleMania weekend. I mean, this is a pretty good card for oh, the middle, middle of February. I yeah. mean, you got some solid matches on here. Yeah. But I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go uh, uh, with, with uh, him retaining just at least this one time. Yeah. And maybe, maybe Champa gets another shot and he wins it then. Man, I, I, it, that is tough. I mean, I mean, because Champa has just been great. Yeah, <laughs> Champa's been great. Yeah, you know, but I don't want to be like, well, they lose because you know, I, I worry about some of these guys going up to the WWE. Just you know, because it's like, what's funny is now I don't worry about that as much because I don't, I don't think there's much as much of a chance of it now that they're just, all on just, USA. USA yeah. is going to want them to keep star power on that show. Exactly. So I don't worry about it as yeah, much. Yeah. All right. So I, I go with Adam Cole, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sold on it. I, if Tom, Tomasa Ciampa wins, I won't be shocked. But I just, I my gut tells me he holds on. You to know, it, and angle wise, it would be a lot to do in one night where you, okay, well they lose and then he loses and then right. you can't have it pulled in one night. You know, don't don't right you know, super shoot this whatever. Yeah. All right, so there's one match left on the card. Oh, I'm sorry. The <clears throat> gotta warm up. Okay, <clears throat> I think I'm ready. Let me grab some water real quick. Just to- okay. All right. There we go. Sean sipping some water on there. Okay. And now for the main event of the evening. We just keep going, or you just Uh, you're on a roll. (laughs) Oh. Uh, They don't say women's champion anymore, right? Uh, No, they just champion. Which is funny. Charlotte needs to learn that, by the way. (laughs) NXT champion Rhea Ripley versus number one contender. Bianca Belair. Okay, I, I I only think this is the main event only because of the connotation of the fact that Charlotte's involved. I would disagree. Uh, I just let. I mean, we can go this way because it might be. You never yeah, know. Yeah. But I would disagree simply because I believe this one's a foregone conclusion. Nobody thinks Bianca's winning. No, I don't think so either. So but I it, think but at that, the end you get the you know. Oh no, I get that. Uh, but I think the drama will be lost in the match as a result, and yeah. everybody's just going to be waiting for Charlotte. 
which doesn't help the match. It's not a great way to end the show. No. So I feel like you're better off going with the the, the men's version of the title match. Chomper, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the end, because which, which I get because so. that is up in the air who wins. Yeah. But I could also see them going this route. I don't think you're wrong necessarily. It's just I I get the feeling maybe they won't do this. But either way. But, but at um, some point we will see Charlotte just. Oh, I think Ripley in, 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 wins. Yeah. I think Ripley wins, and then Charlotte shows up and either attacks her or gives her her answer, and then attacks her or something. Yeah, it, it, it is a shame that it's Bianca Belair in this position. Yeah, because this match deserves a lot of merit on its own. Somebody has been saying that they're like, oh, they're going to do a three way between Bianca and no. Rhea and Charlotte, and I'm like, please stop no, with the three. No, what no. is it about triple threats and Charlotte Flair? What is it? <laughs> That keeps making people say that because whatever it is needs to stop. Yeah. Because, dear God, she needs some singles matches. Yes, yes. On big stages. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I think I think Rhea wins and then Charlotte gets involved. I yeah, don't think it's yeah. going to be. Either it's a face-off or it's an attack of some kind. Yeah. Because uh, if, she... if, if Charlotte gets involved during the match, then we know we're going to get a triple threat and I'm going to get annoyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to see that. I mean, I, I am high in Bianca Belair. Love her. Great, great yeah. rumble performance. I mean, a lot, you know, a lot of women stood out. I, I I almost just wish she was in this match, just yeah. just for the fact of you know we know where this is going. Um, but Rhea's your star right now. Oh my god, she's so <laughs> she's such a star right now. It's hard to believe she's so young, dude. What twenty? Like twenty three, twenty three, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, she's very young. Yeah, she's um, twenty three, and it's just amazing how fat. And she's not; she hasn't been wrestling for that long. Yeah, all things considered. So I mean, she has really come out of nowhere and become a fantastic performer for them. And they needed a way too, like on Raw, because we're going to see a lot more of her. Is just you know for she needs to do something. I, mean, I know she beat what Sarah Logan or whatever, but uh, yeah. Which, by the way, poor Sarah Logan. Yeah, poor Sarah Logan. <laughs> yeah. Send her back to NXT where she can be taken seriously. But at least she's challenging people and whatever. Yeah, okay, she's getting TV time. But, you know, it's just a shame. I mean, TV time is good. It just sucks that she's getting, I mean, really. Hey, Ruby Riot came back, but, you know, Ruby and Liv, you know, Liv uh, needed uh, somebody to feud with. That wasn't Lana. Yeah. Jesus Christ, get that (laughs) That was the worst feud Speaking of feuds that won't end. Freaking Bobby Lashley and Rusev, you know, they were were killing me for the longest time. (laughs) I like how we moved from that one to now it's Corbin and... We got to have one feud that we're tired of all the time, Dave. Yes, That's the yes. rule. So, in any um, event, so those are our yeah, NXT yeah, takeover. Re- Portland retains, and then Becky, uh, not Becky, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. And, uh, It'd be and weird if Becky showed up. That'd be strange. <laughs> Watch you fight me. Yeah, have Charlotte so, fight Bailey. In any event, uh, I like I like how heavily NXT is being featured in the shows these days. Um, they're getting attention. They're getting love. Yeah. So it doesn't feel weird. Yeah, um, I mean, it's yeah. tough. It's tough in the ratings battle, and I get it. I mean, Charlotte didn't really give him the bump. I think they were hoping to get, but uh, you know, it, it's 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 tough every week. I'm sorry, I like, and I hate to, I hate to be this way. Charlotte's not a needle mover. No, she's not. You know, it's not like if you told me, if you told me John Cena was going to be on NXT. Yeah, that no, might get a few more people oh, yeah, to tune yeah. in. If you told me The Rock was going to be on NXT, that might get a few more people to tune well, in. Well, Bill Goldberg, who was on SmackDown, the numbers went up. Yeah. I mean, Bill Goldberg, that's another, yeah. I mean, which, again, that's a legend name. Which, which, by the way, hats yeah. off to them. As much as I don't look forward to Super Showdown, uh, yeah. Goldberg versus uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, okay. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm at least intrigued. And, and, I, and I will give Goldberg credit because if they said, hey, um, we'll, you know, we'll back up this truck to your house with some money in it. You want to fight Bray Wyatt? Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't blame the guy one bit. Yeah. You do what is right for you, brother. And if he's doing the right for the business. Yeah, he's going to lose. You know, which he is, but I mean, but to do this for this guy, for yeah. this character, yes, is to help is, establish. It, you, know, his you know, people more. are going to complain. Huh? No, no, no. If you now, know. conversely, if he beats him, 
that there will be a chorus of boos. People yeah, will be yeah, very yeah. angry. Yeah. Maybe not that night. Yeah. Simply because different crowd, different part of the world, yeah. and sometimes they react differently. But uh, over here in the States, he'll get booed out of the building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, for him, the jackhammer, yeah. the fiend, yeah, and no, then all I of a think, sudden the fiend just kind of, you know. I like, think what's going to happen is we're going to get typical Goldberg who hits him with a spear. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, and just bear with me here, I think, unfortunately, we're going to get the monster movie back again where he's going to spear him and he's going to pop right back up. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to spear him again and he's going to pop right back up. And he's going to jackhammer him and he's going to get a kick out at one. I think I, I'm, they've been good over the last couple of weeks about it was a couple of weeks, couple yeah. months about drawing back on that. I'd really hate to see them go back the other direction again, but you never really know. But better at taking um, uh, straps uh, hits. Uh, Daniel Bryan, The Fiend, or uh, Cody Rhodes? <laughs> Ooh, I mean, really, if we're being honest, it's Cody all the way because that was ugly as hell. That was those were those were nasty. But th- that hits. was with the intent of being um, yes, and that was you know, but that was not your normal strap like they had. No, that was a belt yeah, off yeah, somebody's yeah. body. That was legitimate. Yeah, those look like they hurt yeah. like a. Mm-hmm. Can't say that word on the show. Yeah. So in Cody, any event, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, um, you know, we had Mick Foley on last week. Yes, yes, I do, because um, I was here. Well, we weren't the only ones to talk to Mick last week. No, we weren't. As a matter of fact, a, an alumni of uh, Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, uh, somebody who helped us start the whole thing, yeah. Mr. Eric, no last name, don't ask. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, he, is, he actually got to speak to Mick Foley for a bit, too, so we're going to take a quick break, come back, and uh, we will give you Eric talking to Mick Foley. Comments? Questions? You can always reach out to the Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat crew by emailing them at ESPR at FM99.com. So, like, you remember when, like, The Undertaker threw you off the cell? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> in a way, in a way, you made The Undertaker. No. Come on. Admit it. No, Take the, the under- praise. The Undertaker was a huge star oh, before yeah. I ever... <laughs> he did far, for, far more for me than I did for him. I may have been a little shot in the arm, you okay. know, like uh, we created some more interest. And I think he had just gotten tired of wrestling guys who were like, okay, how can we challenge the Undertaker? He's got sure. to be taller than him right? or heavier or bigger. And he just had a, like a, a long line of really big guys. And, True. And uh, I never actually asked him why, uh, what he had to do with uh, me being in that role, but I know Mr. McMahon went from being a non-fan of mine in the largest way possible sure. to, you know, utilizing me as a, you know, major guy in that lineup. I think a lot of it had to do with The Undertaker, so sure. he had a lot more to do with well, my he had, success. He always, it's always been known that he's got a big voice yeah, back there yeah. in Vince's ear and, and whatnot, so. Yeah, uh, but to do a match that people still remember so fondly, 21 years after the fact. It's crazy. Pretty much the match has allowed me to dress in sweatpants and sneakers. <laughs> I think you earned it. I don't have to put my teeth in, right? Like, people <laughs> give me that pass because they're the, they're the Hell in a Cell teeth. That I exactly. That's pretty good. I, I, I do got to say the first pay-per-view I ever asked my grandma to buy was the Boiler Room Brawl. Really? Yep. I was SummerSlam. You got to let me get it. I got to see how it goes. And that turn at the end. I don't know oh, how old yeah. I was. No one I, saw that coming. I don't know man. how old I was at the time, but I was almost as sad as when he put the warrior in the casket, and I'm crying like real really? tears. You gotta get him out. Mm, <laughs> well, because uh, you know the sign <laughs> that the fans took from that night. Whoa, this is somebody really to be. Uh, yeah, someone to reckon with by virtue of the fact Paul Bearer turned on the Undertaker. That's yeah. You don't that 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 was unheard of at the Sacrilege, time. Sacrilege. Yeah, unheard no one of. ever thought that would happen. 
So we have a bit of a history. You, you, I don't expect you to remember this, but probably five years ago, I believe it was Tommy Dreamer and the Dudleys were feuding with the Wyatt family. Okay. I asked you, does Tommy look okay on Twitter because the way he sold a back and injury? Then I checked up on him. You, you, you replied to me and you checked up on I him because on him it looked it looked worse than anything I'd ever heard of. And I remember like ten years ago when Tommy quote un- retired, it was because of his back. So yeah. I I bought it. But yeah, I, I was yeah, it was like an unusual sell that looked very real. Yes. And I think that Tommy got back to me with a real simple mathematical equation like fat doesn't break. <laughs> Something like Classic that. Classic Tommy. I know my muscle equation, my my math, math, mathematical equation was no muscles equals no muscle tears. Because oh. you'd have guys going out for mm-hmm. six, eight months with these huge muscles. And I was like, dude, I've never torn them. I tore a pec- uh, abdominal muscle, which sure. is the most painful thing in my life. Ugh. But um, even that didn't keep me out the way that a bicep tear, pec tear, quad tear does. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. So how are guys like Tommy and Sabu still doing it? I don't know. I mean, I just saw Tommy said something last night about uh, how he couldn't do the things he used to do. He still goes out there to put on the best match possible. Sure. Unfortunately for Sabu, he never found a different gear that didn't involve going full tilt. Sure, Hardcore. You know, uh, almost every top guy finds a way to relate to fans that doesn't involve all that wreckage. Sure. And so usually it's with humor. And there's not a whole lot of humor in the Sabu character. No, no. <laughs> other other than when they first brought him out with the Hannibal Lecter mask, that's about as close to funny as it ever but got. But even that, was, people found terrifying at the time. Sure. Even in Philadelphia, they were scared of him because he looked like a legitimate maniac, and I think he is. I, th- I think Paul helps with that, uh, yeah, too. Yeah, Paul helps with that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, Sabu still got He has to break tables and do those spots or else he's not Sabu. That's true. How many more retirement matches does Terry Funk have in him? I don't, <laughs> I don't think Terry's coming back. No? Uh, okay. But – I, one of my favorite parts of the show, probably my favorite part, is I have a couple of Terry Funk stories that they're not just stories; they propel the, you know, my storyline in my show. Sure. And I love telling those stories, so I hope people come out, join me uh, tonight in Virginia yes. Beach, and then if uh, they're elsewhere, I'm hitting 20 other states. So you just go to realmcfoley.com and check out the events. Awesome. That is exactly what I was going to pivot to next. What kind of what do we expect tonight? Are you doing are you doing setup punchlines? Are you doing traditional no, no, stand up do or are you just stories? No, no. I make it clear. I, I I tell stories from my career. Most of them are humorous, you know, and even if serious stories have some humor in them. If anyone saw the Twenty Years of Hell tour, mm-hmm. uh, which WW is nice enough to put on their network, you can see like one of the one of the challenges, how do you find humor in an event that doesn't seem to lend itself to humor? Right. And you find the laughs in the strangest places. And so, yeah, there are plenty of laughs, but I'm telling wrestling stories. Awesome. There are no Al Snow, you know, set up punchlines. <laughs> how many Al Snow fans does it take to screw in a light bulb? Mick, it has been an absolute pleasure. All right, have a nice day. Hey, by, by, by the way, I, I know, uh, you know, that was recorded last week, but we saw Mick perform. We did at the yes at the the Funny Bone here in Virginia Beach. Yeah. Uh, he is doing a tour, twenty states this year, or something like that. Go to realmcfoley.com uh, under the events tab. You can find out where he's coming near you. It is a show I highly recommend seeing if you are yeah. in any way a wrestling fan. And I'll tell you this: even if you're not, if you're if you're not a wrestling fan, if you know somebody, I guess if you're listening to this show, you are. But if you're if you like say you're like ah, I could never talk my girlfriend or boyfriend into going to that. Yes, you can. I took my girlfriend with me to this show. 
and she thoroughly enjoyed it. She is not a wrestling fan by any imagination, by any stretch of the imagination. She does not watch wrestling. She's not interested by it. But she laughed and was entertained through the whole thing. His storytelling is amazing. I mean, because yes. I remember it's the 20th anniversary of his book, and I remember reading that when it came out. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. I, I will say this because I know for a while he got tired about talking about Hell in the Cell, but I will say this. You know, he gushes a lot about Jimmy Snuka jumping off the cage in the Don Morocco. Yeah. Okay. His Hell in the Cell, that is our Jimmy Snuka Don Morocco. Yeah, absolutely. He, you know, and I, and I don't, you know, because I, I, you know, I don't know if he understands that because I mean, he's come around on that because he was happily to tell the story. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the things to Terry Funk, by the way, which he'll explain if you see a show. But, but, but that's, you know, that's why we can never stop talking about that because that was like a, a holy crap, I, I can't believe that happened moment. And, you know, for him, when he's talking about grown men crying when Stuka jumped off the cage because he talked about that story when we saw him, you know, hitchhiking the way to Madison Square Garden. So, absolutely. Um, but great to have him on the show. And, uh, you know, and Eric had fun with him too. So, I appreciate yeah. uh, Eric letting us use that audio. Yep, absolutely. So, until next week, uh, this has been uh, Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. Make sure you find us on all your major podcasting apps. Search, search ESPR Wrestling. And uh, subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review if you don't mind. And, of course, stay in touch with us, facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter, at ESPR99. And email ESPR at FM99.com. Until next week, episode 135, where we will review TakeOver Portland. Uh, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat.